Hello, what's going on? My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and I uh, wanted to share something with you real quick that will make all the difference in the world for you and your kids. It literally will be, in my view, the one thing that if you apply this one thing, it will make a difference for your family that will last for the next 50 to 100 years. Uh, I hope that you trust me enough. I hope that you will hear me and give me about seven to eight minutes of your time. And I'm going to share something with you in a conversation I just had with my daughter that you may want to repeat with your daughter and also repeat with your son that will make a difference in terms of the black wealth in your family for uh, for as long as you can, as long into the future as you can see. So uh, hit the thumbs up button get comfortable. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. I am Dr. Boyce Watkins, your friendly neighborhood finance professor. And the goal in this uh, in this platform is to talk about economics and wealth. And we do several, several conversations a day. I, I swear sometimes I come in here probably 10 times a day, but I'm not going to stop. Can't stop, won't stop because we are going to solve the black wealth problem. And we are not going to sit around waiting for white people to do it. We do not believe in waiting for anybody else. We put our community at the top of the list. We believe that the black community and black wealth is the reason that we are here and we are going to solve this problem. That means we're going to get past the distractions and we're going to solve this problem. That means we're going to overcome any haterology and solve this problem. That means white supremacy does not exist in this space. We have no fear of white supremacy because we are building wealth and power, which is the perfect antidote to white supremacy. If you put white supremacy and black excellence in the same room, black excellence wins 185 to four. If you agree with this philosophy, if you agree, that we should put ourselves at the top of the priority list. Put a hashtag B and the number one in the chat. Hashtag B1. B1 is our calling card. That means you're black first. That means you put your community at the top of the list. That means that we solve our own problems and we get it done for our families. And shout out to the black men. I see them, so a lot of men in here early, but then I see Joy Harden. And I also see Jay R. Conrad Bingham and Frank Duggins and Cleve J. Good to see you. And some of y'all wonder, like, why are you talking so much? Why are you online so much? Well, because I have a mission in my life. My mission is to teach and preach black wealth. And that's something that I've been talking about, but not just black wealth, but black wealth conjoined with black education and black power and blackness. Uh, so call me the blackness monster. They got the Loch Ness monster, but we got the blackness monster because this is what I'm trying to be every day. I want to be a beast for you in terms of helping you and your family to win. I want you to win and be on top of the pile. So with that being said, let's jump into this conversation. Hit the thumbs up button. Do me a favor. Please hit the thumbs up button. Please, please, please subscribe. We are trying to build black wealth and we're trying to build a uh, black media. We need black owned media. So we need your help. So uh, thank you, Mark Tadlock and Timothy Brown and everybody else. So let me tell you about this conversation I just had with my daughter, that if you haven't had this conversation with your kids yet, you need to have it right now. You must have this conversation right now. You ready? Do you trust me? I need I need to know. Give me give me give me a yes in the chat if you trust me. I need to know if I have your trust and I have your attention. Give me a yes if you trust me enough to take what I said to you and apply it right away. I need a conscious statement because this is important. Give me a yes in the chat to tell me that you trust what I'm saying and that you're going to apply it or do your very best to implement what I'm about to share with you right now. Thank you, Valiant and Livingston and Monica. OK, here we go. All right. So let me just quit it and uh, jump into it. So I'm sitting there talking to my daughter, right? Um, her name is Taylor, a.k.a. Tay-Tay. Uh, I nickname her Tater. Uh, I am not her biological dad. I am her bonus dad. But let me tell you something about Tater. Tater is the type of little girl that when she walks into a room, I can't tell you how many times people have come up to us and said, there is something about that little girl. There's something about that girl. When, I, when, we, did the, when we had the wedding, uh, D1, who's a great performer, met Tater. 
And he came to me, he said, there's something about your daughter, man. You know, D1's got that New Orleans accent. He said, man, there's something about that Taylor. That Taylor, she, she's something different. And then Willie D, Willie D from the Ghetto Boys was in my wedding. And he came up and he said, he said, man, you know how Willie D, you know how Willie talk. Man, you got that Houston thing. Man, boys, that, that daughter of yours, there's something about that daughter. She going to be something special. I'm telling you, boy, she going to be something special. And, and I just smiled and nodded and said, I agree with you. And, uh, and the reason I just smiled and nodded was because I've heard this a hundred times about this little girl. I, I have heard it. We we went to London. She performed at my London event, got a standing ovation at when she was nine. And everybody says the same thing. So Taylor is my special, sweet, wonderful, beautiful little blessing from God. And, uh, and I'm so happy to be one of her three parents. She's got two dads and a mama who all love the hell out of her. And, uh, and I coached this little girl on how to go out here and kick some ass when she grows up. So let me tell you about the conversation Taylor and I just had today. And I want you to take, consider sharing this with your kids. So Taylor comes to me in the kitchen. She's like, she's like, Hey boys. Um, I said, yeah, what's going on, Taylor? She said, uh, I was trying to decide what I want to be when I grow up. And I said, really? She said, did you know what you want to be when you grew up? I said, shoot, I don't know. You know, I was like a typical, typical black male kid who with bad grades. Like I thought I was going to be in the NFL. Right. We got we got an oversupply in the black community of two things. We have an oversupply of uh, of guys that want to grow up and play ball and uh, and guys that, and, and 40, 50 year old rappers. We have we have an oversupply. We've cornered the market. And 45, 50 year old rappers. I know a lot of rappers and unfortunately most of them ain't got no money. So as a kid, I didn't know what I wanted to be. I just, I just thought I wanted to be playing for the Dallas Cowboys. And she said, really? I said, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I said, so what, what do you want to do? She said, well, mom said that when she was 10, she wanted to be a therapist and, uh, and now she's a therapist. So I was thinking about what I want to be when I grow up. And I said, so what do you want to do? She said, I have a problem. I have too many things I want to do. And I said, okay, well, let's go down the list. Tell me what you want to do. She said, um, she said, I want to be a uh, a singer, a dancer, an engineer, and a music teacher. I said, okay, wow, wow, that's a pretty nice range of careers. Okay, uh, and and we talked about it. And I said, is that it? Is that your whole list? She said, yeah, that's my list right now. And I said, okay, well, how about this? I said, let me, maybe I can help you sort through all these uh, career options. Cause I say, first of all, you know, you are a, you, a, a very talented, very special human being and you can do anything you want. You will be extraordinarily good at whatever you choose to do. I said, however, let me make a suggestion that you may want to consider that will help you do all those things at once. And she said, what? I said, how about instead of being uh, a singer, dancer, engineer, or teacher, how about you do become this instead? How about you just become financially secure? And she said, financially secure. She said, what do you mean? Like start a business? Because we always talk about starting businesses. I said, well, that could be a way to be financially secure. But but but, you know, there's other ways to be financially secure. Like if you own a lot of stock, if you have resources, if you have money, then you're financially secure. And she said, hmm, OK. And I said, I said, so so let's think about this. Right. I said, most people don't really want to be at work every day. Most people go to their job as a labor of not even a labor of love. It's a, it's a labor of necessity. It's a labor of hate. 
Like we, we go to work. We, 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 I don't know if anybody's ever gone through this where you go to work and you fantasize about jumping across the desk and choking the hell out of your boss. But then you realize that if you do that, you're going to go to jail. So you don't do it. Or maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the only crazy person in the room. I probably am. But uh, I'm looking for the other crazy people. I literally remember going to work and fantasizing about jumping across the desk and punching the guy in the face. And I just and I realized that I, you can't do that, boys, because you, you'll go to jail. And, and so what I realized is that people go to work because they have to. And why do they go to work? Well, they go to work because they're not financially secure. Uh, why are they not financially secure? Well, because they don't have a capital base. The capital base is basically a pile of resources and money that you can lean upon in the case that you have a financial problem, right? That means money in the bank. It means stocks and bonds. It means real estate. It means having your business, whatever it is, different streams of income, all that stuff. So a lot of times what happens is the reason that we go to work and we sell ourselves into capitalist slavery is because we don't have financial security. Right. Am I right or am I right? Tell me if you know what I'm talking about. Seriously, if you were financially secure, if you were financially secure from the time you were 19 or 20, if you had uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank, would you have ever worked for a white man in your life? Give me a yes or no. How many of you would still I mean, maybe you just love Massa that much. Maybe boss is, is good to you. Maybe he's good and he gives you the good chitlins. Uh, but how many of y'all would never have ever gone to work for anybody? <laughs> not Maybe not even a black person. If you'd had a parent, let's say I was your dad and I told you this when you were 10 and, and, and really you know, taught you the game and helped you get some resources, would any of y'all have ever gone to work for anybody? Right. Thank you, Billy Carter and Joy and everybody else. I, I, you know, and, and this is simple, but this is profound. And, and so let me tell you more about my conversation with Tater. Hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up button right now if you haven't done it yet. So Tater and I keep talking about it. And I said, well, have you ever heard of the inalienable rights of a human being? And she said, what is that? I said, well, the inalienable rights are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The inalienable rights are the rights that every human being is supposed to have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I said, do you know what that means? She said, um, I think I do. She said, well, you know, you have the right to, um, you know, be free and stuff like that. I said, yeah. I said, so, so think about this, right? So they said life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And let's go through them one by one. You have life, which means you have the right to just be alive, right? Fine. Uh, liberty. Uh, which is uh, basically freedom. It's just, you know, like you, you, you're not going to be, you know, in prison and or under an authoritarian government or whatever. And the last one is the pursuit of happiness. Now, they could have just said life, liberty and happiness, but they didn't say life, liberty and happiness. They said life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. I said, so what does it mean to pursue something? So y'all know me. I'm sorry on this platform. Y'all know how we do. We break it down. I'm not going to talk. I'm not trying to talk over your heads. I hope I'm not. But I have to I'm not going to insult you by being stupid or talk about ignorant stuff. I, this is really the kind of deep thoughts, things that I think about. So, so the pursuit of happiness, if you pursue something, what does that mean? If I'm a man and I pursue a woman, that means I got to go after her, right? If I am, if I'm hungry and I want a banana, I got to go to the store and pursue a banana. If I know happiness is across the room, then I have the right to not receive the happiness across the room. Nobody's going to give it to me. See, they, they, they didn't say life, liberty, and happiness. They said the pursuit of happiness. So, so they're not going to give me the happiness. I got to get up and go get it. So, so in order for me to pursue something, though, I have to have something called freedom. Freedom means the ability to go pursue the things that I know are going to make me happy. So once I've engaged in the deep processing, the spiritual processing of, of having enough knowledge of self to even know what makes me happy. See, a lot of people go through life. They don't even know what makes them happy. 
They just do what everybody else is doing. They think a nice car will make them happy or having money will make you happy. No, 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 no. You need to do the deep dive to figure out what the hell is going to make you happy. Happiness for me is like a good afternoon nap. I just woke up from my nap and I'm feeling good. And, and that is one of my things that I pursue in order to be happy. So, so the pursuit of happiness means that you find out what's going to make you happy. You find out where that happiness is. And then you gain the freedom to go pursue that happiness. Now, process, stay with me on this. Stay with me. Pastor Boyce is talking right now. Again, we got Dr. Boyce and Uncle Boyce. It's probably Pastor Boyce. Kind of probably sound like I'm preaching, but I'm going to sit on this soapbox for just one more minute because I believe that if you apply this, this is going to change your family dynamic for the next 200 years. Here's the deal. So, so here's the deal. So happiness is over there. I need to go pursue happiness. But in order for me to pursue it, I've got to, A, know what, what I need, knowledge of self, B, know where the happiness is at, knowledge of the world, and C, have the freedom to go out into the world and pursue the thing that I know that I need in order to be happy. Happiness matters much more than money. I know a lot of very wealthy people who are incredibly unhappy. So I said, so here's the deal, Taylor. I said, a lot of people, most people when they grow up, Taylor, they can't pursue happiness because every morning they get up, they got to go to work. They can't pursue happiness because they say, gosh, you know, happiness is on a beach in in Mexico. I'd like to go to a beach in Mexico. That would make me really happy. But you can't do it because you ain't got no money. You ain't got no time because Mr. White Man done told you that you better be in there by nine o'clock or else. He's the one you got to ask for bathroom breaks. Happiness is in the bathroom on the toilet. You trying to get to a toilet that would make you happy. But you can't even go to the toilet without asking for permission. I know I know grown ass people, 40 years old who can't go to the bathroom on their job without asking for permission. Is this third grade? Like what, what, what grade are we in again? I forgot. What grade are you in when you're 45 years old? I can't remember. So, so here's what I told my, uh, my daughter. I said, the profession that I believe that you may want to consider is financial security. Well, why is that? Well, because if you have financial security, you have freedom. When you have freedom, that means that you can do whatever the hell you want. That means that if this week you decide you want to be an engineer, well, then, then you can go study and become an engineer. If next week you want to be a dancer, well, you can dance for a couple of months until you get bored. And then if you decide you want to be a singer, you can go sing your butt off, get a YouTube channel and sing on YouTube. Why? Well, because you got plenty of resources in the bank and all your bills are paid and you don't have to sell yourself into capitalist slavery in order to have the things you need. See, most people can't find their higher selves because they're too busy operating on the low vibration frequency of basic fundamental survival. Most people can't self-actualize because you're busy trying to just get by. Most people cannot go to the mountaintop <laughs> because they're trying to avoid going to the pits of hell. So ultimately, when you're talking to your kids, here, this is what applies to you. And this is what I am begging you to do with your children. This I am literally begging you to go and talk to your kids about this at the first available opportunity. Don't fall into that trap that so many other millions of parents fall into, where you try to somehow convince your child that their purpose in life is to go spend 2,000 hours a year, 40% of their waking hours on, on, on this earth, at a job. Tell them that their goal is not to be a doctor or a lawyer or engineer. Your goal is to be financially secure. Dad, what do I want to be when I grow up? You want to be financially secure. Then you're free. Once you have freedom, you can do whatever you want. I said, I said, Taylor, I said, what do you think my profession is? She said, well, you're a college professor. I said, yeah, I got a PhD for sure. Yeah, that's it's a real PhD. 
But what do you, what do I do every day? She said, well, sometimes you do YouTube videos. Sometimes you play video games. Sometimes you don't do anything. Sometimes you are outside and sometimes you do whatever. I said, yeah, that's because every day I pursue happiness every day. Some days I wake up and I say, you know, I want to do a YouTube video. So I'm gonna go talk. And then some days I wake up and I say, you know, I want to write an article. That would be fun. And then some days I say, oh, let me work on my next book. And then some days I say, oh, let me take a trip. Come on, baby. Let's 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 go. Let's go somewhere warm. Right. That's the pursuit of happiness. That's what that looks like on a small and large scale, because here's the deal. Life is a game. And if you are happy at the end of the day, then you have won the game. Teach your children to win the game. You can do basic things like the $5 a day investing plan to begin planting the seeds so that when your child gets to be 20, 25 years old, they have plenty of resources so they can be financially secure. It's it's a it's a it's a, it's a three legged stool. It's what they call the we call the KID model. Uh, KID stands for knowledge, investment, discipline. You give them economic knowledge on what to do with money. You give them investment so they have money to do things with. And then D, you give them the discipline so they can walk away from all the nonsense out here and learn how to do things that are going to make them happy. A lot of our kids grow up and their parents screw them at birth because they put them out in the world where they are following behind people who are unhappy, not winning, not successful, can't find freedom can't find happiness, don't even know what freedom looks like, but talk about freedom all day. And, uh, and but, but they can't pursue freedom because they don't even know what freedom looks like. They don't even know what happiness looks like. They think happiness is 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 wearing the latest trends or wearing gets red bottom shoes or, or getting a nice car that puts you deep in debt or going to some big white university. No, no, no. Happiness, happiness is a very personal thing. And if you have financial security, then you have the freedom to do the self-exploration necessary to determine what's going to make you happy. And then you also have the ability to go pursue it. Money is a tool in that process. Money is not the be all end all, but money is one of the ultimate, most powerful tools that you can have in this society. So one of the best things you could do with your kids is teach them how to be financially secure. So let me recap. Give me a yes in the chat if you follow what I'm saying. This to me was a very important video. I had to share this and I hope that you will apply this. Give me a yes in the chat. Also, please hit that thumbs up button. Please subscribe to the channel. (sighs) When your child says, what do I want to be when I grow up? You don't have to say doctor, lawyer, or nurse, or engineer. Those things are fine if you want to throw that in there. But the number one thing at the top of that list should be you want to be financially secure. Because once you're financially secure, the equations change. If you ask most people, if you ask most people, if you ha- if you were financially secure, would you even go to work every day? How many of you, if you have a job or have ever had a job, how many of you would have still gone to work if you had you know half a million dollars in the bank? Hey, give me a yes or no. How many of you? would have still gone to work with still the job that you have right now. How many of you would still go to that job if your parents had laid a nice foundation for you financially and you were good? You had some real estate. Maybe you had some uh, cash in the bank. You had some stocks and bonds. You had a little business. You had s- several streams of income. No, most people don't do it. Most of y'all work for the for other people, typically white folks, because you don't have a choice. Because nobody ever taught you these things. <laughs> you know, And I don't blame them. I don't blame them. It's not because they didn't care about you. It's because they didn't know. I've had a PhD in finance for 20 years. It took me 20 years to figure this out after I got my PhD. So this is high level stuff. This is the stuff. This is the stuff that's in the back of the room at the top of the building that uh, on level on, on the 38th floor. <laughs> when most people only get to go to the fourth floor of the building, <laughs> we're operating on the 38th floor. So so I want people that are ready to operate on that higher frequency. Not everybody's going to get it. I, I, or maybe not everybody's going to listen. I have no idea. But I guarantee you, when you look at their lives and you start analyzing their lives and I want you to pay attention to their conversations, you hear a lot of suffering and you hear a lot of people that are living with problems that they consider to be unsolvable. Well, really, these problems have a solution. 
It's just that nobody gave them the solution. They're not here as you are, as you're investing the time to even hear what I have to say, which I am glad you did. Um, they're not even here doing it. They're over somewhere else listening to their favorite rapper who's teaching them how to be miserable. So don't teach your kids how to be miserable. Teach them how to be smart. So anyway, I'm going to go, guys. Um, BlackMillionairesOfTomorrow.com, by the way, that's our wealth building program for kids. So if you want your kids to join you in the Black Business School, feel free to take them to BlackMillionairesOfTomorrow.com. The first month is free. There's a monthly option or a lifetime option. It's totally up to you what you want to sign up for. So feel free to go to BlackMillionairesOfTomorrow.com. All right, I'm out of here, guys. Have a good day, and it was great talking to you, and uh, thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Peace. 